The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. I am your host, Jeff Shannon, and we're here each and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock right here at WHIN. And then it will be on our podcast page at WHINradio.com. Just look for the podcast tab and it'll pop right up there. So we got a brand new show, and I want to welcome a guy I was very, very impressed with. I was recently introduced to him, and I thought, what a fascinating story, and what a what a what a motivator and inspiration you have to be to folks. We're talking about Joe Ahern. Look, for the last two years, he has made it to the Sumner County Y every single day to renew his mind. Got to do that. Got to pump up the body and his spirit. So six days a week, he focuses on conditioning his body and participation in the Senior Olympics. Uh, Joe, man, welcome to the show. Well, I, I was really impressed when you came in. You bench-pressed me. And, you know, I th- wow, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> Great handshake, by the way. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So, Joe, I mean, this is, this is a lot of work. At what you're doing but it's great that you're doing it because what you're only like what 29 30 years old something yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get in the senior olympics and participate and apparently you've done this for a little bit so why don't we just kick off tell us who you are give a little background how we got here yes sir uh, my name is joe ahern and i grew up on a farm in illinois we raised corn and soybeans and oats and hay and we milked dairy cows and i participated in sports in in middle school and high school and some in college and but when i got married and had children i kind of fell away from doing any activities and now since that i have retired i have become a member of the sumner county uh, ymca and while i've been there i learned that they have contests that adults can participate in and it's called the senior olympics and i've been doing this now for a couple of years and i have really fallen in love with it and And what are the age ranges for oh that's a good question uh you can start as young as 50 and then you can go up to wherever in in your (laughs) hundreds yeah and i think oldest person you know that's doing uh 95 there was yeah and he was amazing how he but he was in great shape for his age yeah and there was a lady i think she was in her 90s i'm not sure her exact age but somewhere in that area Yeah. yeah and she participated and they were I couldn't believe they were both an inspiration for me and for everybody else, too, I know, because everybody was cheering for them, you know, that they were doing their thing. Well, it's great that, you know, they're doing something. Get off the couch because you're just going to turn into a bowl of mush. You got it. You know what I mean? The muscles atrophy. Yep. You just kind of lose mobility and everything. Yep, exactly. So the fact that you had had taken this on, what really inspired you to to start doing this? Well, um, a neighbor of ours... Uh, after I had retired, COVID kind of took care of my job situation. I was a couple of years past retirement, and I thought, well, it's time for me to probably get out. And mm-hmm. because of COVID, I took the retirement route. When we moved up here into uh, Gallatin, uh, we, I met a neighbor that goes to the Y, and mm-hmm. they had kind of introduced me to the Y, and I went, and I just fell in love with the place and, and the people there. And then I found out about the Senior Olympics, and I mm-hmm. thought, jeepers, I'm going to train for that, and maybe I can participate like I did in 
middle school and high school yeah. and in college. She had to research like what, what you had to do to, to qualify for that. Co- yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You have to meet certain requirements. Yep. It's pretty tough, fortunately. And I was blessed to the point where I could participate in some of those activities. My health was able to allow me to be able to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, don't throw ages around much, but I mean, you look good. You should be proud of it. How old are you now? Yeah. Uh, what would you guess me at? Just take a wild guess. I already said 39. <laughs> <laughs> How about 75? Get, wow. Yeah. January 1st is my birthday, New Year's Day. So Very I just, impressed. just turned 75. Right. Correct. So yeah. the other, are there other folks there at the Y that are are participating with you? Are they training with you at all? They kind of train with me, but okay. none of them participate. And they, they can't all... keep up either. Well, yeah, they, they have physical issues. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But I did want to mention earlier, you had mentioned our age groups, and they mm-hmm. start at 50. Well, they do it in five-year increments. Okay. So from 50 to 55, and then 55 to 60, and then on up. So I am now in the 75 to 80 group okay. when I participate. So I will be participating against 80-year-olders, which makes it advantage for me. But once I become 80, then there's going to be young ones coming in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, but it's all good. It's all so cool. if somebody wanted to come train with you at the Y, I mean, they have right. to be a member, obviously, but you come and sure. join, you come hang out there. I'm sure right. you can mentor them and, right. and give them the thing. If they want to get involved in the, in the Olympics, they you can coach them on that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would more more than glad to. As a matter of fact, there's been some that have, we've done that, but they some of them have kind of faded away and they haven't stuck with it. Well, Up it's to this something point, you have to be motivated in your brain to yeah, stick exactly. with. Yeah, Good point. Good point. Yeah. yeah. And I have stuck with it, so how much longer I will, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, my health will continue. Well, but you have to name the Y after you. Yeah, yeah, right. Joe Ayer, YMCA. Yeah, no, I'll tell you, be honest, I'm just a part of the Y. They're, they're great. They're, well, Kathy and the crew over there, they do an incredible job. They have a, a, a great facility. Right. I mean, of all age groups. Mm-hmm. And it's a gem right here in the city of Hendersonville. And Good point. So uh, glad to have them um, you know, participating and offering these services. That's so. very true, Kathy. Uh, Kathy and the and the whole staff there and all their trainers and their instructors are top. They're top notch. Mm-hmm. Yep, they really, really are. Why don't we run down? Let's say, do you have a routine? I mean, do you alternate push and pull those kind of things? What kind of what well, is your grueling routine that you would go? Okay, to? well, some of the classes that I take is uh, called H two O cardio, which of course, obviously, that's water. Mm-hmm. And then I also do H two O boot camp, which is a little bit tougher than the cardio. Mm-hmm. And then I get involved in a dance blast which is an awesome class that way we can really get moving and zumba is another one that i participate in so i do a little dance i'm not very good at it one of the worst (laughs) ones in there i make a few people laugh but and then aoa strength i do a lot of working with weights with my legs and my arms and and, uh, Mm -hmm. and my core and then i also do a yoga class which is really great because that's so you can stretch everything out try to do the full gamut Mm -hmm. as far as activities are that they offer that they offer there at the y so if you ran into any injuries over the years? Um, yeah, I've pulled a few muscles. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's happened. But try to heal, you know, work through it. Let them heal up. So on a, a daily basis, so do you count it like Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday? What are your, your work days? Sunday, I don't usually go okay. in. They are open on Sundays. And I may have, my wife and I have gone, and I know she likes to walk. So we have walked on Sundays. But usually my, I usually go from Monday through Saturdays. Okay. Get there around 8 o'clock and leave around noon, 1230, something like that, mm-hmm. because of the classes or doing things on my own. Now, I have missed sometimes. We have taken a few trips oh, yeah. and been off for a few few reasons but been pretty steady for the last two years like you had mentioned earlier 
But you know, the thing is, and you'll probably agree with this, if you lay off a couple of days, you feel guilty. Yeah, that's oh, true. I, I got to go in. I mean, yeah. I can't miss that day. Yeah. It, just, it, it really weighs on you. Yeah, so that's right. It kind of is a motivator to yeah. get you back in there. Yeah, I yeah. guess it's kind of like brushing your teeth. It's a routine, you know, yeah. and when you get out of it, then you, yeah. you know that, you know, right. And then also to add to that, my body also is telling me, you know, hey, where have you been? You know, you need to get caught back up <laughs> yeah. here. So it takes a couple of days to kind of get back on, right? get back on track. Well, I was telling you, we had a young lady in here a couple of weeks ago, Melody Watson, and oh. she is an incredible, honored Miss Olympia contestant. I mean, she's won all of these state and national awards for wow. powerlifting. Wow. And it is a passion that you have to have because uh, psychologically, you have to be fit for that. You have Good. to train your brain as True. well as your body Good point. to get in there and stay motivated yep. to, to get to the goal and what you want to do. Exactly. And another thing is you got to stay with it all the time. Yeah. You probably be you got to be dedicated yeah. to it. Yeah. Because if it's like you, you know you lay off for a month, I mean, mm. you go back, those muscles are going to be hurting. They're going to be screaming at you saying, yeah. "What did you leave me like this?" <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> The only thing that I worry about, though, is maybe possibly overdoing it, like in her situation. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going full bore. Oh, yeah. And shes I know she's aware of the fact that she's probably working to the point where she realizes that she doesn't want to go past that. Yeah. And, and with Olympia, of course, it does push you to exceed and you know yes. especially in the bench press yep. the deadlift you have to mm-hmm. you have to you're competing with the, the yep. world exactly you know, exactly. competitors so you're trying to always increase yep. your rate but she's got great trainers and that's the key oh, when definitely. you're doing that level Good you know what point. i'm saying because yep. you don't want to injure yourself no way yeah because when that could permanently knock you out of it that, come totally out yeah, of it totally you know? could yeah, exactly so when you're in there training do you play music do you have headphones or earbuds or any of that kind of thing well in the in the pool we do yeah not, maybe not yeah and and really in our classes we don't okay. either uh, but if you're weightlifting you're doing the, the dumbbells yeah, and things like that the 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 tra- the person that's doing the class usually has some type of music that we all can listen oh, sure. to because yeah. some of our classes are fairly large they might run from the range from 10 participants maybe up to 30 mm-hmm. so and they have a little bit of music to try to you know mellow us out a little bit yeah little uh frank or yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, maybe yeah <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> now it's michael Bublé. yeah Bublé exactly <laughs> and another thing i wanted to add is that when we do take these classes the uh participants aren't all on the same level some of okay. us are you know a little older some are younger mm-hmm. and some are in better physical condition and some aren't so we all can you know do our thing you know be able to do what we can so we don't hurt ourselves but at least we're doing something well I, and i'm so impressed that you've you've taken this on and, and I just wish more folks, especially as they get older, would start thinking of this. Kind of dealing with my mother-in-law right now on something uh-huh. like this to kind of get mobility back and, right. and, and really get the, the, the muscle mm-hmm. trained so we can work on balance. Because, sure. you know, as, as older folks, their balance gets a little off and exactly. they're not as sure anymore. And that mm-hmm. causes falls. Right, right. <laughs> so we're really going to have to work, you know, real hard on that. Good but. Point, uh, yeah. You know, I think it's just something you got to stick with and, and start doing it. Right, so right. you have some youngins too, right? Because uh, they're not youngins anymore. But. No, they're all in their high 30s or low 40s, uh, yeah. three children. Yep. Yeah. Uh, two of them live in, one lives in Fort Myers, Florida, okay. and, and two of them are living in Gallatin, okay. Tennessee. Well, you got some close. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's good. Right, right, right. So what was your job before you retired? Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. I had one of the best ones. Well, Maybe male, second, model, male model? Yeah, <laughs> right, I wish. Second to yours, I guess. Oh, I, thanks. <laughs> I got, 
when we were farming, when I grew up on the farm, there wasn't enough there land for me to be able to stay in the farming operation. Mm-hmm. So I did the second best. I went into agriculture and industrial technology in okay. college, and that's what I continued on. So I taught middle school and high school classes about 40 years, and I taught like welding and engines and woodworking and drafting, electricity, plumbing, surveying, robotics, and other areas that these students could maybe possibly get an idea of something that they may want to pursue as they go into their, you know, working careers. Well, and, I, mean, and I loved it. To, and oh, I'm telling you, sir, I loved that my job very much. Yeah. I wish everyone could love their job as much as I did, and the kids well, you, loved it too. So it was a win-win for oh, me. Oh, absolutely! And yeah. the impact you had on these these young people's lives later down yeah. the road. Good you point. Know, yeah. I mean, that's the key that they remember you. Right. It was called shop class, was it not? Yes, that's I don't think correct. they have that anymore. Correct. They're cutting yeah. them out. One yeah. of the reasons why I kind of had to go elsewhere. Well, it's all budgets, you know. Yeah, exactly. Kind of exactly. But yeah, I, I'm just you know impressed that you do that. But anything we can do to inspire the, the upcoming youth on uh, right. doing things, because uh-huh. most of them have no idea what they want to do. Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I've had parents come in and say, man, I can't believe, you know, Johnny wants to do this, you know, as a career. And I say, that's fantastic. Just let me know what I can do to help him, you know, go into. And we've had a lot of students that have gone into those areas, mm-hmm. which to me is a, is a great, made me feel really, really good to mm-hmm. know that they have at least, you know, found something that they would like to do and that they got, they didn't know they were going to do that sort of thing, that they were going to be successful. They had no clue, really, you know, until they actually tried it. Yeah, well, it's like growing up. There's many things that I was all over the place. I did this job, did this. I went that way. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's no like rhyme or reason. It just kind of happened, you know. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, but then you you find and find your niche. I find it and said, okay, well, yeah, let's, that's let's just awesome. Run with this. That's and, fantastic. And hopefully, you can do something you can make money at. Yeah, well, that's true too. Not and, radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of these students too, they didn't know if they, you know, what they were going to do when they got out of school, mm-hmm. and it gave them a, some type of a goal to pursue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, we're talking with Joe Ahern. He is a um, Sumner Countyan that is training for the Senior Olympics and has won several times. If you look on my Facebook page, you're going to see a picture of he and I, and uh, he's showing all those medals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, listen, we're going to continue talking with Joe right after this with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. And we're back with Summer County Spotlight. We have a guest in the studio we've been talking to, Mr. Joe Ahern. Now, he has been preparing for the Senior Olympics, has participated in several Senior Olympics, and he's got the medals to prove it, man, I'm telling you. But look, he has worked so hard at this. He's just a, a, a youngster himself. He's only 75. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, you got right. many years ahead of you. <laughs> I'm just glad to make it this far. Well, you know, we all are, right? Yeah, you know? no kidding. But at least you're taking care of yourself, and right. I think that. Right. So if there's one advice that you could give, a, a tip to those seniors that are out there, what would that be? Well, I think that uh, being active is definitely a, a, a plus. Mm-hmm. YMCA here is is a great place to go to and you can work at any level you want to yeah and the seniors that maybe have had issues with their health is still you can come and and work at your own pace and do what you possibly can do without you know re-injuring yourself or having issues and it's a good place to come for therapy as well they have coaches there right oh definitely yeah yeah Uh so that that will help because some 
people get scared when they start doing. It. I don't know. If, yeah, like I said, my mother-in-law we're in that same situation right now. She doesn't want to uh-huh. go to physical therapy. She says I can do that at home. Right. You're just lifting your legs back and forth. But uh-huh. you know, we've we've just got to get in in a, in a system where you're doing it right, where you won't injure yourself to right. start off with. You learn to do it right. Uh huh. And then your body will tell you. Yeah, exactly. It'll tell you what, oh, what your limits are. You exactly. Know? Yep. yep. You don't want to overdo it. And yep. then uh, after a while, now when I first started, I was limited in what I could do. But then mm-hmm. I was able to work myself up to, you know, being able to perform and be able to do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And you just feel better too, right? Yeah, definitely. You have more energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And then what about diet? Oh, I watch it pretty close. Okay. Sometimes I slip, but usually, you know, try to try to eat what you, you know, what the doctor recommends. Um, I do take a, a blood thinner okay. and I also take uh, cholesterol and mm-hmm. blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he has dropped that way down because my tests have been coming out much better than what, when I first went in. Yeah. And you have to do that. If you're going to start training, you probably should you know, get cleared by your doctor. Good point. Be safe. Yep. You know, right. they can tell you this, this is what you got to do. This, exactly. That. Maybe they need to put them on a multivitamin or something. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, a lot of people have osteopenia or osteoporosis where they, mm-hmm. they have to watch that as well. Yeah, so good that point. the doctors will tell them. True, that. true. Yeah, exactly. And we um, do have people that are coming, uh, you know, that come to, to the Y that have those issues issues nope. right yeah, no absolutely definitely the kind of things that, that kind of happen so in your training throughout the years you've developed routines that you really like doing mm-hmm. right. we all have our favorites you know whether right, it be right. triceps or we like to do <laughs> biceps or we like yeah. to do chest. and and it's always been a running thing you see these bodybuilders they mm-hmm. built their upper body and their legs are like twigs yeah. because ah it's too hard it's too much work you know yeah, but yeah, yeah. when you look at them you go you look like a lollipop dude come on <laughs> yeah that's true i've seen them also yeah <laughs> Good point. You get some of these these folks coming in there wearing their spandex. <laughs> don't we don't see a whole lot of that? Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you very much. It's yeah. like we don't want to look at that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and the good thing at the Y, you're not getting, you don't have to feel intimidated. You know, you're not getting these muscle guys in there screaming, dropping weights, and yelling, no. and doing all this crazy Mm-mm. stuff. So it is a comfortable environment, and oh, definitely. you should not be threatened about yeah. going in Oh, there. no. I've never felt that way, and I don't think anybody else has either. Yeah, but yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. So you're doing a lot of training. You're doing it six days a week, and you develop this routine over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you see that you might be changing in your routine here coming up? Mm, I don't see anything in the near future that okay. I'll change. I'm mm-hmm. pretty happy with program that I've got now. Possibly maybe increase it a little bit more, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm good where, where I'm at. You might be up to those 600-pound squats. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even close. But. <laughs> That's a bunch of weight. Yeah. Um, but, so as you're training for the Olympics, the Senior Olympics, I guess you start locally. Tell us how all that, right. the, the stair step goes up. Yeah, there's kind of three levels that you have to go. Ours is uh, the Nashville area where you participate against everyone in the Nashville area. Okay. Then Memphis has an area as well, and Knoxville does as well and chattanooga does there's different areas that those people that live in those counties they participate okay and then if you're fortunate enough and gifted to the point where you can do well in the activities that you participate in then you can move on to the next step which is meeting with other groups in in tennessee and then if you do well there you then are honored to be able to participate in the state meet which is pretty neat Mm -hmm. situation to meet all those type of athletes is the state uh, held uh, the competition held in different parts of the state yeah Yeah. correct every year it's 
it's somewhere different okay. this year it happened to be in the nashville area i believe next year it's in the memphis area and then i think they go to chattanooga and then i believe they go to knoxville and then i'm not positive where they go i think maybe they may come back to nashville then mm-hmm. do you have a sponsor do you get sponsors to i help, do help not pay for your my wife melody is my sponsor <laughs> well she's the boss you know yeah exactly you're your, oh, your road manager there. there's no doubt about that yeah <laughs> and then i get a lot of encouragement from my three children too they're okay. great yeah they're they stay, they're behind me and supporting me as well. Yeah. Any grandkids? No, none yet. Not, no, sir. You got nope. Hey, come on. You yep. got to hurry I know up it. here. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. None yet. So yeah. It, well, well it's a, I mean, it's a lot of work and, and working on these different levels uh, that you are. Just right. what I've heard so far has got to be an inspiration mm-hmm. to anybody in any age range. Look, right. You just have yeah. to do it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It, you got to start some point. The hardest right. part, I think is making the initial step and starting it right right once you get into it yeah it's got you hooked well i enjoy doing every area and i i really enjoy working on every part of my body too you know i don't just concentrate on one certain area i i try to work on my respiration and my heartbeat Mm -hmm. you know and get those to to get up to where they should be at my age and I, I, swimming is great to be able to do that, to get mm-hmm. the cardio going. And then, of course, doing the weights and then the, the dancing classes gets it going, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, huh? yeah. Well, I think you should uh, do a video of you in, in, in there dancing. It might go viral. <laughs> you, you might be the, the next big thing. Uh, somebody, as soon as they see me dancing, they turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I got two left feet, but I, yeah, right. I enjoy it. I like to get moving and get moving around what it is i mean it yeah. does get your heart rate up it's pretty especially fun moving that, that yeah. zumba will do it right exactly yeah. yeah and there's someone there that are really good at it uh-huh. but i'm trying to get even started to get close to what they do it just tires me out just looking at it yeah, exactly you it know? does i'm at the, tired at the end yep. oh, yes yeah. sir yes sir <laughs> so what's next for joe well we've got the national senior olympics that's coming up here in july it's right after the fourth of july of this year and that's held in pittsburgh pennsylvania and i've been blessed to be able to participate in about five different activities when i'm up there okay some of those are high jump wait a minute high jump yep high jump high jump since i was in (laughs) high school oh my gosh yeah (laughs) it's it's pretty amazing to see to participate with those guys also doing the shot put and the discus all right wow and i do the softball throw and then the 50-yard dash, and then also going to do shuffleboard. I've participated and uh, was fortunate enough to be able to. So what do you do in shuffleboard? What's the? Oh, you just compete against. Um, These shuffleboarders. Singles, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's that's an art right there. you got to get a feel, man. That's, you, yeah, gosh, I haven't is. played that in so long. I mean, it's, it's, wow. It's pretty fun. Yeah. There's not a lot of uh, activity into it, but take some concentration, like you say, you know, yeah. and you got to know where your next shot's going to be. Right, yeah. Exactly. As we, we go to national, then everything kind of cools off after that, and then you start training for the the next year. <laughs> well, in in August will be our district for the na- for the in Nashville. And okay. so I will participate in that again, and that's where we start again in my in our age okay. group, right. different age groups. Uh huh. And then we'll go on for the next year. Then, yeah, it's just wow, like a continuation. Is, it's all yeah. mostly done during the spring and summer and fall times of the year. And we we talked uh, maybe briefly uh, in the last segment about if somebody is inspired by you and they want to come down and find out more how they can get involved uh-huh. doing the Senior Olympics. Right. They just come to the Y and ask right. questions? Correct. Yep. Come to the main main door there, okay. and then uh, the, the Y will offer information as to what they would need to do. And if they would want to speak with me, I'd be more than thrilled to meet with them and talk with them. Absolutely. Yeah. I and mean, that would be great because people some, are probably listening going, 
wow, I need to meet this guy. Yeah. Because he's just an inspiration. Well, I hope uh, it I, hope it encourages some people to well, come out. I really do. Men or women, either one. You absolutely. Know, young it, or old, whatever. It really should yeah. inspire them and just say, look. Moving is important. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, absolutely. And Good if you're point. just sitting here, you know, listening to us, and you're sitting on the on the recliner or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Get your hiney up. Yeah, exactly. Let's start moving. <laughs> exactly. Because someday we may not be able to Why? get up yeah, and go yeah. do these things. So if you still can, do some, something. Do something. With just your story, mm-hmm. it's such a motivator. What other things would you advise folks that, maybe not considering Senior Olympics, but just mm-hmm. their health in general? Okay. What would be a couple of tips that you would advise them? Well, of course, um, I think most everyone, especially if they're retired, they're on some type of an insurance program, Medicare, to make sure that they get go to the doctor and get checked out and and that that's important and i do that we they do us you know they can get a check mm-hmm. check us every six months and i definitely do that can also encourage encourage you to get into some type of a moving program they like to put you on a diet you know okay. eating properly which is important definitely so in training for the senior olympics are there do they do drug testing Oh, sure. They make sure yep. you're not, Alcohol, not steroided drugs. up. And, yep. Well, yep. no, definitely, without a doubt. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. And I think it's good that they do that. Well, They've got yeah. some pretty strict stipulations that you have to follow in order to do that. Yep. You know, even way back in the day, this was a thing. I mean, if you were going to compete at a level, you had to you had to juice it, you know. Yep, exactly. But now they're, they're, they're cracking down on us because there are folks that do it the all-natural way, and it's, yep. I think it's unfair right. if you get somebody else uh, taking advantage of that. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it's mm-hmm. one of the things that, yeah. you know, we have to uh, confront, you right. know, as it, it does. You know what I mean? So I do. it's a good thing that they do the testing and keep everything on the up and up. Correct. Yeah. And, I, and I appreciate that they do that as yep. well. No well, doubt about it. Plus, it's dangerous. I mean, if you don't oh. manage that thing right, yep. uh, you, <laughs> you're looking at problems. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I did um, want – can I yeah. insert one oh, thing? Okay. When, when I first heard about the Senior Olympics, I thought they meant Special Olympics. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's another – program that's that's amazing also i want to give them a little plug too you know what they do for those for those children and and for the for young adults and adults you know special olympics i think it is just so great that they do that for them well and and it really is and i Mm -hmm. think they they're getting out they're doing something right they're having fun yeah exactly And that's really the thing you you have fun with this and you meet so many great people you you sure do so do you have any uh, like during your competitions all these things have you had any any amazing story that just kind of stuck in your mind uh, that you can reveal well a couple of people that have participated in the senior olympics one gentleman had pitched in the in the major leagues and he was phenomenal just to watch him. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, he wasn't in my age group. <laughs> he was younger. Yeah. And there was another lady there that was younger as well. And she was, I don't know if she participated in the Olympics, but she had trained and was maybe going to be in the Olympics. So you can see some of the quality of people that, you know, mm-hmm. do participate in the Senior Olympics. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So th- those two kind of stick out of my mind. It was kind of neat meeting them and talking with them. Right. They were, well, well, who's been an inspiration to you? Jesus there you has go. been my biggest inspiration. And, uh, and? Yeah, and God, Mama. of course. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, all my parents, yeah, they're great, yeah. Well, and my wife and kids. I've, yeah. I've had a great life. I mean, I've, yeah. I have been so blessed. It's really above average, I'd have to say, and I'm not bragging. I mean, I have been. If you people really knew, you know, what all I've been yeah. able to do and, and well, what my life has been like. 
I can tell you. I'm glad right you asked now. that question. Yeah. It gave me a chance to get that <laughs> off my chest. <laughs> well, you know, and I just feel totally honored to have met you, and oh. and you are an inspiration to me. Oh, thank you. And that's going to kind of encourage me to quit procrastinating and just do it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, it was tough when you're in younger it, to be able to do that when you're working. And you got family at home. It's pretty tough. And I didn't do a whole lot back then when mm-hmm. I during my working career. But sure. now that I've gotten past that, now I want to try to make up for it. Yeah. Make up for lost time. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. Uh, thank, thank you for you. all that you, you're doing there. And thank you for oh. taking time uh, out of your workout. Well, you've probably finished the workout. <laughs> to, to come on in and, yeah. uh, and visit with us. It's truly my pleasure. Absolutely. I really did enjoy this. Thank you, thank you, very, you much. very much. How are we talking with Joe Ahern and uh, a senior Olympian? We, we call him now. And he's a celebrity here in Sumner County, so we thank him for that. But hey, stick around. we we got a lot more coming right here on Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. All right, here we are back with Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon, and another Sunday morning underway. I've learned about this young lady right here and her organization, and I was just blown away that I had, why have I not found you until just recently? Doesn't make any sense, but it's such an incredible operation and a great story. I want to introduce Krista Marie right here. She is with TGL Farms, which is located right here off of Long Hollow Pike, right down the street. And all of these great things are going on. And wait until you hear what we're going to be talking about here. So, Krista, thanks so much for taking time because I know you got to get back to the animals. But hey, Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I guess kick it off. Just let us know who you are. Well, Krista Marie, and yes, we <laughs> bought TGL Farms. Well, it, a.k.a. it was just a farm, yeah. and we turned it into the good life. Okay. And it just kind of evolved. We bought it about five years ago, moved to Hendersonville, fell in love with the property, fell in love with our neighbors. I just kept accumulating the chickens, the goats, the ducks, everything. (laughs) And now we've got honeybees. So I was born and raised on a farm in upstate western New York, right near the Canadian border. Mm -hmm. And 4-H and FFA were my thing. They were my jam when I was a kid. Long story short, fast forward, moved to California for a little while to focus on music. That didn't really happen. So I got into just doing some stunt work out there to pay the bills. Okay. And then from there, moved to Nashville, Tennessee, because I really wanted to just focus full-time on music. Was fortunate enough to to get a record deal with Broken Bow for a little while. Okay. Had a solo yeah. stint going. And then Warner Brothers. I was one of three, a trio called The Farm on Warner Brothers, and we got to do some pretty great stuff. But, you know, we, we got some mediocre success, but, you know, along the way, and uh, really some great, great opportunities came out of that. But then from there, things kind of shifted. I bought a farm in Hendersonville with my husband. Wait a minute. Well, that's that Mark guy. Yes. How did, how did, where did you find him? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, on the on street corner somewhere. Oh, my goodness. You know, that's a, that's another story for another day. That's a whole but, new show right but there. But he is, uh, he's incredible. He's, he's a really great guy. Guy. Let's put it that way. I really got lucky. I strive to even be one fraction of a good person. He is always doing the right thing. He's always the good guy, and he always tries to help anybody that needs it. Wow. So I love being with him, and I just love what he does. And he's really been very supportive, especially after I come home with more chickens every day. He, he never knows when he's out on the road because he does obviously manage manages some other artists 
careers. And when he's out on the road, he never knows what he's going to come back home to. One time he actually came home and I, it was cold. We had a couple of black swans. They had babies. It was too cold for them to stay outside. So you'll never guess where they ended up. In our garden tub in our master bedroom. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes. I don't make a habit of that. I haven't brought the horses inside yet. So that's Ooh. a good thing. But yes, I'm I'm a crazy, uh, crazy farm girl who just loves her, her animals. But yeah, we have honeybees now. And so, uh, you know, if anybody ever needs it, we love to share with our neighbors. So we've got a bunch of, of uh, farm fresh eggs. Our neighbors will just usually give me a quick text and say, hey, we need a dozen. You got some? And I leave yeah. it at our little drop box at the front gate. <laughs> we love it. We enjoy it. And then interestingly enough, COVID happened, mm -hmm. the, the big C word. And we had to just kind of reformulate what we were doing. I mean, Mark and I were basically on the road full time. I was a musician, singer, songwriter. Mm -hmm. He was out full time with management. We went from that to basically home, like a lot of people, and really were struggling for a minute. So we said, well, let's see what else we can do. So I opened up one of our little carriage houses to Airbnb, VRBO, and we okay. kind of created that. I learned that I just really loved hospitality. Out of that also spawned the TV show, The Song, the song.tv. So okay. you guys can check that out. It's, oh, we it's, got it's it, a yeah. nationally syndicated TV show. We are on season four. We actually, season four is now okay. currently airing, but season five, we will start shooting again right here in Hendersonville, yeah. right in our your backyard. Yeah right on Long Hollow Pike at TGL Farms. And we had some great acts this year. We actually uh, just shot an episode on Ario Speedwagon, Three Doors Down, Carly Pierce, Cole Swindell, Frampton. Darius Rucker. Yes, Peter like, Frampton. We actually didn't get to come out to the farm. We right. actually went to his studio right. in downtown Nashville. Right. But, yes. <laughs> uh, so we have a really great time. We, you know, we just, we really like to open our farm up to the community, our friends, family. And we found that it really was a pretty interesting thing and a dynamic mm -hmm. having the artists come to us at our farm because typically you're in a sound stage or you're on a studio set somewhere and it's not as warm and fuzzy. When they show up, we try and make them feel like they're at home. You know, it's funny, Melissa Etheridge, she had been on tour nonstop and her like one of her final dates was coming up and it was in Nashville. And so when she stayed at the carriage house the night before she was getting ready to tape yeah. for the song, I think she and her significant other were busy doing laundry all night long in our carriage <laughs> house because the one thing that I noticed that was empty when I got in there was a huge big tub of the um, our laundry detergent. So they really enjoy it. We try and bring... That's a lot of laundry. It's there. a lot of laundry. Oh, wow. I know. But you got to remember being out on a tour bus for yes, that long. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a difficult task sometimes. But we we bring... In fact, this year we brought in, well, one of your little next... One of your next door restaurants over here, Antica mm -hmm. Italia came in this season and catered as our private chef for okay. all wow. of the guests while they were there and they were staying with us during the TV taping. Prior to that, we try and use as many local restaurants as possible. We used Lincoya two years ago. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we try and keep it local and keep it all in the family. And it's really blown into blown up into something really special too, because I feel like we're lucky to get some really incredible, just great episodes, great sound bites, and, and really allows the artists to open up. Well, I think you, and you've got some amazing guests you've had over the years. I mean, I, I was just very impressed when I started seeing that. And I said, these, these folks are coming right through our town. Of course, 
Congress is, you know, a historic community anyway, where a lot of celebrities oh, yeah. have graced Johnny, our grounds. Hey, Johnny Cash and June you, Carter, I mean, you come know on. It. Just to... But, I mean, the fact that you're you're doing this show out here, which is first class, by the way. Thank you. I mean, you. the lighting, love it. Well, you know? I can't take credit for all that. That is, we've got an incredible director, David <laughs> Doc Abbott, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Doc Abbott. Mm-hmm. He is wonderful to work with. Mark, my husband, <laughs> happens to be a producer and one of the creators of the show. We've got Carrie Glotzer from Gray Television, and he is just a big supporter and a big cheerleader. But our whole crew, what's so great, here's here's a, here's a really interesting thing. When we first started out season one, there were probably about 30 people that were working on the show with us mm-hmm. in the, the crew and lighting, et cetera, et cetera. When it went to COVID, we couldn't shoot, basically. Yeah. And we said, well, darn, we're going to keep shooting. We're going to figure out a way to do this. So instead of the artists coming to us at the farm, we ended up going to the artists, which actually was kind of neat because we ended up going to see Jason Mraz in Southern California and we visited his avocado and coffee farm. <laughs> we went to Northern California and we visited Train at one of the wineries that, okay. that his very well-established Save Me San Francisco wine is at. And yeah. it was so great because he, he got to also share some of his backstory and, and why he got involved in wine. You know, everybody's, we, we know these artists as, as singers and songwriters right. and big stage, but when you get to kind of really see them in their element behind the scenes, it's kind of neat to see some well, of the Well, they kind of open up a little bit more, right? They're more they relaxed. Do. They're going to talk yeah. to you because they're in their environment and they when get to the show When they're in their off. element, they get to, yes, they'll talk more. They're, it's funny, you know, you can get them to come in and I, you know, I think sometimes obviously they're grateful and they enjoy playing music and singing music, but that's their job ultimately. But when you get them talking about some of the things like their farm or mm-hmm. in, in Jason's case, it was his coffee beans, you know, it was really neat. So have you interviewed yourself yet? <laughs> That's a good question. No, yeah, you but can, I feel you like can I cut talk, that where you can. T- you, know you know what? Just I t- dress up different. That would be that'd be hilarious. I talk so darn much though. I'm I'm like a. <laughs> we were just talking about. I'm, I chat a lot. I when I get talking, I get going. I got to slow yeah, down. Yeah, no, but that's that's great. You got to have that. But listen, you guys have so much going on out there at the farm. And uh, have you introduced llamas yet? No. Or alpacas? No alpacas. But I do know that down on Long Hollow Pike, they, I have seen a couple, yes. and they're very cute. They are. Right now, I've got all I can handle. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. We've got, <laughs> I think we've got 35 uh, chickens, as you see from the rainbow eggs that I brought you. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We've got the honeybees. We've just expanded that. We've got six horses now, a couple ponies, okay. partridge in a pear tree. No, we've got yeah. a couple of Anatolian shepherds who are full-on livestock guardian dogs. They take care these, of the kitties are, and the goats. They're pretty big, right? Chick- they're huge. Oh, wow. Oakley, Annie and Oakley. <laughs> can, you, can you feel the, uh, yeah, the yeah. farm vibe? And then our, our three Nigerian dwarf goats are Willie Whalen. And Miss Loretta. Love and it. our first goat, who is no longer with us, but one of our Aww. absolute favorite, was Twitty. So you were talking about Conway oh, Twitty earlier. Yes. And yes. So we love our animals. We love our fur babies. And now tell us about these huge, massive giants you have roaming the property. Oh, now that would be the Frisians. Frisians. I waited my entire life. I started off in 4-H. Mm-hmm. That was really where I got my start and my love for just all things agriculture yeah. and farm and dirt and <laughs> and horses. And I had a hand-me-down, you know, I had a pasture pony and I learned how to ride. Of course, she bucked a lot. So mm. I, I think that's where I really learned my... Sure, you got to hang where on. I, yeah, you know, that's right. <laughs> hang my hat on. I waited my entire life and a few years ago, finally imported my very first Frisian horse. They're those big, black, gorgeous horses imported from uh, Holland. 
So tell us about that. What what makes them different than just normal horses? You know, other than being all horses massive. are great. Yeah. I love horses. And I they're love so all smart. They really are. There is something about no different than a dog. I mean, you can you can have a poodle, you can have a cocker spaniel, you can have a golden retriever. They all kind of have their own thing. Horses, I feel like, are like that too with their different you know their breeds and mm-hmm. their what you know what they are and what they have to offer and. I have just fallen in love with the Frisian breed. They are like big puppy dogs. Their movement is just so big and powerful. I mean, mm. when you're up there riding on one, you feel like you're like heading out to, you know, the palace. You know, you feel very, it's very regal. <laughs> and they can like march and stuff, They right? do. Yeah. And what's interesting is they're, it's, it's actually their natural born gait. Yeah. So that's not at all manipulated. Mm-hmm. That is their natural gait. So it's wow. so breathtaking to watch. And it's exhilarating to ride, especially at the canter. But I will say this. It's not for the faint of heart and it's not for everybody because you really have to ride a Frisian. You can't just sit on a Frisian and yeah, ride, yeah. if that makes sense. But we love them. But how do and your legs fit around that? It's like they're <laughs> well, sticking it's, out to the side. It's good for the inner thighs, I'll tell you what. You know, somebody <laughs> said, what's your workout? Well, yeah, yeah. shoveling stalls uh, on the weekends. Um, now, one yeah. of the things you do at the farm, like with people that come out there, their experience, they can mm-hmm. actually have a photograph with one of the Frisians, right? Yes. You could yeah, do a photo we, shoot with them or something. We love to yeah. share. Like I said, we love to share our babies because, you know, after you have so many, you can only give them so much love and attention. So I love it when we have other people. Like yesterday, we actually had we had a, a group of about 25 to 26 homeschoolers come out and oh, their huh? moms. Yeah. And they came out and we did pony rides and then Honey Bee Tennessee, which is also an organization that I'm involved in. Okay. And uh, Jessica Dodds, the president, CEO, came out and taught them all about honeybees and let them try different honey and get, get an idea of where it comes from and what we can do to help the honeybees yeah. and the whole process. So we got to share. They came out and we also gave them little pony rides and they got to do a little fishing oh, in the wow. pond and take home some chicken eggs and see where, where eggs come from. <laughs> and it's it's just a really really awesome. In fact, I feel more rewarded when I get to watch kids and oh, people yeah. and other you know guests come and enjoy it. I get more pleasure out of that than probably just being out there myself. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love that. And what an impact that that experience had on those children. I mean, they're going to remember that forever. Well, I hope so. I didn't know until many years later when it ended up going full circle. You know. Obviously, started off on a farm, ended up in California doing stunts, come to Nashville to really focus on music. And then years later, obviously, I couldn't own a horse. Well, I take that back. I owned a form of horsepower for a little while. Or, well, I still do, rather. I owned a Harley Davidson. There you go. Motorcycle. But that's one that you can put in a garage, and you don't have to feed, and you don't have to water, and you don't have to take to the vet. So I was doing a lot of riding for quite a while, motorcycles, but I, I wasn't able to have my farm life that I loved so much. So full circle years later, five years later, I moved to Hendersonville, Tennessee with my husband, and we now are back to it. Well, let me tell you, this this story is just keeps getting better and better, <laughs> and we have a lot more to learn. We're talking with Krista Marie. She's with TGL Farms and The Song, a show coming up. We're going to talk more about that, but we're going to take a break right now. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. And we're back with Summer County Spotlight on this Sunday morning. We're uh, so glad you found us here. And listen, I only got to tell you, this is going to be on our podcast page. And like all of our shows will be up there. It's whinradio.com. Go to Summer County Spotlight, and there it'll be. Uh, just check that out. You can listen to it and share it. Just enjoy it, because we have some great information we're talking with today. We've got Krista Marie here. 
She's a singer, songwriter, entrepreneur. What do you call a horse people? I'm what are crazy. They a little crazy. Equestrian. <laughs> yeah, equestrian. <laughs> Jack of all trades, master at absolutely nothing. And she handles this big old farm with all these animals and everything that you do. One of the things that I did not know that was happening that you actually have in your farm area, you have a, a place where people can actually come and stay. And you give them the full experience. So we got to talk a little about that. I was impressed by that. We do. It, it, it kind of just happened, honestly, when COVID happened. And I was looking for a new form of income because mm-hmm. I was a musician and not <laughs> able to be on the road making money. So yeah. just by the default, we basically turned our little carriage house into a Airbnb VRBO. I use that term lightly, though, because we, we wanted to make it extra special mm-hmm. and the experience extra special. So when somebody would book with us, we would basically basically take care of like full concierge. So everything from facials, massage, VIB experience where we take them up on the hill to, to look at the honeybees and learn all about that, horse equestrian experience where they could do a photo shoot with the Frisians or carriage rides, whatever. Are you still um, doing the tours? You take them chef. on a tour downtown or something? We do you that as well. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. So we've um, so basically it's whatever. We kind of just cater it to whatever the individual or the couple wants to experience when they come into town and a lot of them do know about the TV show. So obviously they, yeah. they're like, oh, this is kind of fun because we get to stay where the celebrities stayed. We had CeeLo Green stay there, Melissa Etheridge, Gretchen Wilson. They spent the night there yeah. and uh, in the carriage house during the TV taping of the song. So yeah, it, it's something that I, I really didn't know I would enjoy, but I, I enjoy that side of hospitality more than I actually expected. Wow. And bringing over a warm breakfast in the morning. It's, it's kind of something that you get to do that's you know, kind of outside of the box a little bit for well, me. This would be like a honeymoon destination. They could, they, you know, on their honeymoon, have, they could do that? We have a lot of, yes, we have a lot of honeymooners. We have a lot of just couples wanting to try and get away. Believe it or not, we have a lot of local families. We've got a couple coming in from downtown Nashville in a couple of days that are going to come out and stay. They just want to get out of downtown and yeah. they want to experience the good life, yeah, you know, you with go. the goats and the chickens and all yeah. that good stuff. And when they stay there, they basically get, you know, full run of the farm. Mm-hmm. They have the pool area, which is which is nice. I do all the landscaping out there. Okay. And now they can even go in the, the if they want to go in the horse barn and do some yes, scooping. They can is, scoop. Oh, they can help you listen, scoop. Listen, we've had <laughs> a couple that days. actually. There were a couple guys that were you know early risers and their their ladies weren't up quite so early and they said, hey, can we help you? I said, well, listen, well, if you tell want, you. I'll put a shovel in your hand. So we did. We've had a couple of people, uh, but we try to yeah. let them relax when right. they come out there. Uh, yeah, it, it's been really great, and we've met some really great local people too from that Um, we've got a couple that that comes in from england they actually came in last year they're going to be here again this year and they're staying for eight days and they wanted to be close to one of their friends that or excuse me one of their relatives that also live in Carrollton. okay so they're staying right up the the way and last year they they actually brought their family and kind of did like a little reunion out there while they were staying there and of course we we welcome that you know Mm -hmm. we love to the more the merrier. It's fun. It's a so whole where can you facet. go and stay overnight? And in the morning you wake up, Keith Urban's there playing the guitar for you. Good morning. I'm just kidding. Well, uh, I, I wish. I, hey, if Keith Urban wants to come over and play guitar, I'm I'm there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the morning. Well, but. if you could ever track him down, I mean, gosh, he's gone all the time. Yeah, yeah. So you came up with this idea to film these sessions and do a, a TV show. How did all that get about? That is a very good question. <laughs> so we, when we first moved into the farm, it was pretty run down and pretty dilapidated. Mm-hmm. 
So we had to do a lot of work from the ground up. And one of that being the barn, it probably was a really a, a teardown, but we did not do that because I had horses. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. we kind of went backwards and we just said, all right, let's at least get a new roof on it, keep them dry. And then we'll, we kind of just kind of added from there. Facebook Marketplace has been my friend. Oh, In yeah. fact, some of you yeah. listening out there, I've, Krista Maria, I probably contacted you if you're on Facebook Marketplace and bought a couch or a chair or this or that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of that's out in, in our barn, in our Ooh, stable. Wow, that's great. It's kind of our second home. That's where we uh -huh. spend a lot of time. So how did it start? Well, we started having jam sessions just very organically out at the farm. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't named. We didn't name it TGL Farms until it actually kind of snowballed into that. We would just invite a few people, put it on social media. And the next thing you know, we'd have a couple hundred people showing up and jamming in our barn. We had a really good wow. time. A couple times we had a few local food trucks. And they came up and we just had a, a wonderful time. You, in fact, a couple of times John Rich showed up and played and Big Kenny from Big and Rich. Mm -hmm. We had Gretchen Wilson jump up on, on a couple of the, the jam sessions too. You just never know. Yeah. And of course, our good buddy, Tim Watson, oh, you know, yeah. he he shows up at any party. He's the, <laughs> and he makes the party. He makes the party. Let me tell you. That's I, right. I, that's I, right. I, he, if he just had some more energy, I don't know. So, so there you go. So full circle, long story short, yep. that's where it all started. And, and Mark, my husband and I were sitting out there one night and we said, man, wouldn't this be fun if this could actually be taped and, you know, people could enjoy this that weren't here. I had a few requests of people saying, hey, would you do Facebook Live for us so we can watch? And of course, that was kind of part of the fun of it, not doing that because, you know, when Gretchen pops up and they, they kind of like to just be able to be in there and be themselves. And that's kind of what the organic feel was. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool and special. So we didn't want to lose that. Yeah. But that's kind of where it evolved. And we started talking. And the next thing you know, Mark said, you know what, we're going to do this. And he uh, he started talking with Carrie Glotzer, who is great television. And they said, well, let's do this. And we did. And the rest is there history. We're on season five now, baby. Well, how were you able to attract, you know, these artists? I mean, these are there's some pretty heavy hitters you got coming in here. Uh, we are. I think a lot of it, I mean, not to, to well, I'm not bragging on myself. I'm bragging mm -hmm. on the team. I think our team really does an incredible job. You know, David Abbott, who is our director, who has, has his hand in a lot of music videos in Nashville and now a lot of films. He is not only a director, but he is also a DP, which is director of photographer, for mm -hmm. those of you who don't know. So he was doing both. And he's coming out with the most iconic shots. In fact, if you look at Three Doors Down, if you look at uh, any of the new photos of Don McLean, even. Okay. Those photos that were taken out there at the farm, mm -hmm. at the barn, in Hendersonville, ended <laughs> up being their covers for their next albums or yeah. on the covers of magazines. And so I think they also see the quality. The other thing is, here's an interesting thing that Mark said. He's a music guy, but he came from a background of promoting concerts and whatnot. He's always said this. He said, because somebody actually asked, how, why, what makes it different from somebody that's maybe just shooting a TV show that's from a network? He said, because I, we're music people that love music and mm. we're shooting TV. We're not TV people trying to shoot music. Right. And so I think one, he's just, he's really great across the board at just seeing things and keeping things together. I've seen things that should have gone south in a minute and he's able to <laughs> kind of see them before they, they right. snowball into that. I think that the artists are now seeing the track record. We really want them to have a quality product to put out. And we really want to, we want to show, we, we want the show to be about them, not about us. It, it's about them. We really try and make sure that we get that across to them. And we also really try and have a good time when we are out there. And usually it really works. It's great. You know, they hang out. We had a lot of artists that just would show up and, you know, 
Word of mouth. That's, it, yeah. it works. And that, that could happen around here very easily. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so we have a good time. We have a good time on set. And I've been pushing for a while that we need a facility, kind of like a bluebird, Mm. You know, putting this out to you guys down there at the Bluebird, we need to have a Bluebird North up in Hendersonville. What better place to have it where you have all this historic folks that have grown up here and a lot of them still live here. What a great facility to have if that were ever to happen. Couldn't agree more. We've got yep. a lot of musicians up here, a lot mm. of great musicians. So, you know what? That might not be in the too far future. Yeah. Well, let's, let's just make that happen. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'll be the first in line to come watch. I know. So with with working with all of these, these artists, and I, I know they have to be blown away by the experience when they're here this is like that's different it's better than being in a hotel or be on the bus i mean it's hello you're you're out in the environment what a, what an experience so they they tell their their buddies and uh, you know how the word yeah, spreads and in that's the business really you how, know? look the first season was tough i'm not gonna lie i would i'm so glad i wasn't in charge of booking mark and i think mark i'd say would probably he'd probably agree he booked most all the talent on season one that was a really tough feat to try and explain what we're trying to do and mm-hmm. you know you don't have a track record so yeah word of mouth has been great because right now all we do is we send episodes to some of the artists or the artist management. Typically, they're just like, yeah, we want to do it because that yeah. looks great. We want to do t- that on It's our done artists. right, though. I mean, it definitely is. You know, and you would think that w- with some of these big artists, like, you know, whether it be Rob Thomas, Three Doors Down, some of the big rock groups, too, you would think that they would have all the cool content in the world. But what you have to remember is a lot of them have just done like those quick one-off radio Mm -hmm. station visits Mm -hmm. or just a quick like flyby, you know, TV taping or on the news. So nobody's really stopped to really light and capture a beautiful product and and a beautiful story of what they, you know, they can tell about their careers. And so I think we're giving them an opportunity, especially some of these, these artists that were maybe from the 90s or 80s or even 70s. I think some of the young artists or young, young people, young kids and all different walks of life can start rediscovering some of these artists too because now they can see the story unfold sure. and be told again through let's just face it high definition and now very soon we'll have it available to stream 24 7 and we all know how important that is too because everybody wants to watch it when yeah. they want to watch it so they go <laughs> uh listen when you film me i need the filter put on me i need the soft focus luckily we <laughs> haven't run into that everybody okay. we've got beautiful people on the show we've had some beautiful artists doc thankfully lights it very well so lighting is everything so listen how would they find out more about this what well, the, you have a website we are on all socials first okay. of all so you can visit please and by all means we love to hear from everybody it's the song.tv not.com the song.tv and we are on instagram facebook twitter and also if you want to come visit us at the farm or if you have any homeschool groups or any school kids that want to come out and check out the farm oh, we great. always welcome them with open arms Okay. Uh, they can visit us at TGL, as in the good life, tglfarms.com. We would love to meet you. I'd love to see you. And, and we're so grateful, too. Thank you for having me on today. Absolutely. And I, I'm very humbled by it. <laughs> we love living in Hendersonville. We love our neighbors. We love our community. And we want to continue to meet more of our community and be involved, as involved as we can be. So. All right. So here's your question. Are you ready? Ooh, She's it's going, a million-dollar question. So what is the future for TGL Farms and the song? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Uh, that's that's a loaded question, we got to throw the long-range plan out right okay, now. Okay. 
Okay. Well, I, I, I can't tell you who we might Ooh, have secret, on season secret. five, but Could I, be. I will say that we've got some really good artists in the mix that okay. might actually even blow me away. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I've got to put my like thinking cap on when so I get listen, to go in So listen, if you need a staff announcer, yes. I happen to know somebody. Well, you have a heck of a radio voice, my friend. <laughs> and hmm. I do have a face for radio. And so a face for radio. <laughs> I could be off to the side. I did not say that. But anyway, um, there is one thing that I'm really excited. I just got asked, actually through the song, that I don't know if you're familiar with Tunnel to Towers. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, My buddy Dan Bristol. He's, okay, he's the okay. best. Well, they just contacted me about a week ago, and I'm actually going to be co-hosting. I'm so excited. Oh, Can you wow. tell? I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm actually going to be co-hosting one of their big uh, television events coming up okay. next month in Dallas, Texas. And they said, hey, we want to try and get the, the girl on the, that song, whatever that TV show is. So they tracked me down, and I said, man, I would be absolutely honored because if there is one thing that I myself, personally, my family, and especially Mark, we, we love to support military the mm-hmm. families and first responders mm-hmm. as much as we can because that's really where it's all at. And so anything we can do to help, um, I, I'm just very honored I get well, to do it. It's going to be fun. I get to, Guess who I get to, to host with? Oh, tell me. Dennis Quaid. Oh, the Quaid master. The Quaid man, yeah. And I, I hear we might have a few, I don't know, I'm probably, probably blowing the horn right now, but I think Tan, uh, Tanya Tucker's going to join okay. us. There's going to be a whole slew of people and well, a whole slew of fun sounds, celebrities sounds that I get to Sounds like a fun. Very fun. It's going to be fun. Hey, listen, man, we could talk all day. I know, I'm know, a talker. <laughs> but I, I will tell you, this is an incredible, but listen, folks, you have to check out tglfarms.com. Everything you need to know is right on there. You even have merch on there. So, I do. And by the way, that's local merch company. That is okay. from Richards and Southern, uh, Terry and Sherry Cologne, okay. right out of H- Hendersonville. They live right up the road from us. Amazing. And they do everybody from Kenny Chesney to little old TGL Farms. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to check them out, folks. It's an, an incredible place. I mean, you go out there and see it. The kids will love it. It's just everything about it is first class. So, all right. Well, that's uh, got to wrap it up for this segment of Summer County Spotlight. I'm your host, Jeff Shannon. Join us again next Sunday right here for more of Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.